Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage. We always hear debates about what self-care is and what self-care isn't. Is self-care eating chocolate or isn't it? Does it have to be at the spa or not? I have some specific ways that will help you as a person and especially as an artist to focus on self-care. And I'm really excited to share them with you because this has been a game changer for me. I hope that you enjoy. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for the support that you have shown me in the last couple of weeks. It has been a huge transition now that Maria is not working with us anymore. She was seriously the best, and I miss working with her. Um, but make sure that you check her out on her Instagram at Curly Coloratura and also with um, United in Opera um, that she works with. They are doing some really great things. So, um Go and and check out what they're doing. We have had so much response to our episodes recently. I can't believe how many people have gotten excited about this work that we're doing. Artists are really, truly amazing people. We give, 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 and sometimes forget about our own emotional health. But you guys are trying to take care of yourselves. And I'm excited that you would join with me on this journey. So yes, we are talking about self-care today. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that self-care is eating chocolate or not eating chocolate. But I will be giving you some guiding principles for you to think about as you figure out your own self-care journey. So if you haven't listened to my last episode, episode 44, go back and listen to that first. I went into more detail about an important topic, which is buffering. It is important to understand. So remember that buffering is just emotional avoidance. It's using something that gives you a shot of dopamine, like eating, drinking, watching social media, etc., to avoid feeling uncomfortable feelings. It's like pseudo happiness. So the first tip that I have about self-care for you as an artist is to make sure that your self-care isn't actually just buffering, <laughs> that you're pretending is caring for yourself. Uh, buffering is a way for us to feel good right now. It's a way to avoid feeling bad in the present. And if we allow self-care to be too focused on what, you know, you say, I need this right now, sometimes we are um, tempted to actually start buffering away our feelings and pretending like that's self-care. Again, I'm not going to tell you which actions you should or shouldn't take. Uh, because self-care really does look quite different for different people. And self-care really can be something that you'd like to do in the moment. Um, I would just encourage you to make sure that you're being intentional about your self-care so that you get the maximum benefits from it. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But if you find yourself um, trying to give yourself what you want in the moment and suspect that you might be actually just buffering away some uncomfortable emotions, 
then you're not doing yourself as many favors, which is fine. I don't want you to beat yourself up about that because any effort that you make to do self-care is like, hurrah, you you at least took some initiative and thought about this. But yes, we can be a little more intentional about it. So nothing against social media or like eating junk food or something. You, You can Netflix binge watch a show and be doing it totally intentionally. All of these things are awesome. But we tend to say, for example, oh, I'm just feeling crappy after a long day at work. I just am dreading going to bed because then I have to get up and go to work tomorrow. So I'm going to binge watch Netflix and I'm going to eat a tub of ice cream. And then, you know, take a picture of myself for my Instagram page. And it's like, look, I'm doing self-care. And if not done intentionally, this can be pretend self-care, very likely. Um, If you're not in a good place emotionally with your work, and if you're making yourself suffer by thinking thoughts about, you know, your boss or how horrible your job is, and you've kind of burnt yourself out, and then you try to hide the suffering knowing that you have to go to work tomorrow, and you try to hide it with eating and social media And then you're not actually really caring for yourself and caring for those feelings that you're having. You're avoiding them. (laughs) And the feelings that you're buffering are still there. Remember this. They're going to come back with a vengeance. So if you really want to take care of yourself, here's what I would suggest. Try thinking of self-care as an action that benefits your future. Okay, I like to think of giving myself little gifts for my future that I will appreciate later. For example, I brush my teeth and I think next time I go to the dentist, there's going to be no cavities in my mouth. I'm going to be so glad that I did this. (laughs) Or I I go into the kitchen and I do dishes and I think this will be so great. I'll wake up in the morning to a clean kitchen and I'll feel ready to start my day. I try to intentionally build a strong relationship with my wife so that we can enjoy the fruits of those efforts for years to come. I practice my singing now and every day so that I will be able to achieve what I want vocally in the future. I build my business a little bit every day so that I can have financial stability for my kids down the road. And I fold my clothes as I go um, out of my room so that I don't end up with a pile of clothes um, when I come to bed at night or something. Wow, I am making self-care sound super sexy and super exciting right now. (laughs) But seriously, all of a sudden, this amazing thing happens. (laughs) I do this action, and when I receive that gift in my future, I feel cared for. I realized that I took the time to take care of myself in my past. I gained so much trust and confidence in myself, knowing that I care enough about myself that I planned this kind of gift for myself. And I kind of smile and think, I'm so glad that I did that. (laughs) So yeah, I received these little gifts for myself from my past. It makes me just feel great. And I know I did intentionally for my future self in mind. I remember that moment when I had a thought and I planted the seed for me to act and it just, it's the best. And yes, I still do enjoy watching a show and eating a snack 
It's just that I try to do it, like I said, intentionally instead of as a way to hide my emotions. So how? How do I do this, you might ask? I try to do my thought work so that when I come home from work, I can accept the hard things, accept the feelings into my life, feel them all the way through. And if necessary, I change my thoughts about some things. And I come to a better place emotionally. And that this is not avoiding the feelings. It doesn't mean that when I sit down to watch something that I'm feeling super happy and jazzed about life. It's just that I've accepted my emotions. I've accepted them into my life. I have felt them in my body. I've kind of had that dialogue about whether I'm causing these emotions, because I am, my thoughts are causing them, and whether I want to continue having them or whether I want to be able to change them by thinking new thoughts. And that helps me so that when I sit down to watch a show, I can enjoy it. And I don't have to deal with the stress later. And um, also, it's kind of cool because when I sit down to enjoy a show intentionally with my wife, we'll watch one show and then we will feel good about it and we'll go off to bed and get a good night rest a good night's rest for the next day. Whereas if I'm buffering, (laughs) sometimes I'll watch one show and as soon as it ends, all of those feelings come back to me, kind of the dread of having to face the next day and the stress from work. And I just keep watching a show or I keep browsing YouTube or browsing Facebook or whatever. And um I mean, that just shows you how old I am that I browse Facebook and not TikTok, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, if you're hiding from emotions, you'll you'll tend to just keep browsing, 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 even with the stress of feeling like, oh, I need to go to bed. I know I need to go to bed, but I don't want to go to bed because of the stress. So that's what I mean by intentionally feeling your feelings, accepting them into your life, feeling them all the way through changing some thoughts if necessary and if you choose to do so and then feeling intentional about it. (gasps) Awesome. So there are a few specific things that I would recommend to you as an artist um, when it comes to self-care. And these are some ideas that I got from Julia Cameron who wrote The Artist's Way, which I have talked about before. And there are some really important things to remember about yourself as an artist. Uh, Julia Cameron recommends thinking of your inner artist as a little tiny child. And um, it's a child who makes messes, a child who likes to have fun, is creative, energetic, spontaneous, and all of those things. And if you haven't been around a child for a while, (laughs) go do that. Spend like 33 seconds with a child and you'll remember all of those things about children (laughs) and how emotional they can be. And that's good. And if you can find some ways to treat your inner artist to some of those things, like permission to feel all of those feelings and to be spontaneous and creative, then you will also be taking care of yourself and you'll gain some more trust and confidence in yourself as an artist. So here are some ideas that she suggests. And of course, This is just a few ideas that she has, and you could have so many millions of better ideas 
than what I'm offering here. But hopefully this just sparks a few thoughts in your head. Okay, so you could decorate the place that you work or where you train or where you practice or where you compose or where you paint or whatever. You could decorate it with some drawings, some toy figurines, some um, Christmas lights, <laughs> whatever it is that kind of makes you feel excited about sitting down to go to work. You could write stories about people, um, people maybe who haven't supported you as an artist in the past, and then you could draw pictures of them as monsters and imagine, you know, conquering them, not being victims to them any longer. And you could try to make your practicing into a play session. You could try silly things. You could experiment. Let go of your need to be correct and to be perfect and laugh at yourself. If you start letting go of some of those expectations and treat your artist like a child, then it could be more fun. And I'm not suggesting that you let go of your standards for your efforts and your growth and this wonderful technique that you have trained forever, but just the feeling of needing to get it perfect and needing to get it right and feeling so much pressure. If you can let go of some of those things, then you gain so much power and your little inner artist that you've been taking care of will serve you better. You'll feel more excited about what you do, okay? And here's another idea that is one of the most powerful things that she suggests uh, for self-care um, in the artist's way. It's part of her 12-week program where she basically commands you to go on an artist date each week. And an artist date is where you go off by yourself. You don't invite a friend or a spouse or a date. You go by yourself or your children also, I should mention, because sometimes I have a hard time getting away from my children when I'm not doing something specifically for work. But I, I do try to do this occasionally. I go off by myself and I try to find something fun to do. And it cannot <laughs> be something that you feel like you need to do or something that you should do. So like my artist date is not me coming to practice my singing because I do that every day. <laughs> it needs to be something where you can be creative, relaxed, joyful, and let your mind wander. She recommends some things like going on walks, painting something, buying toys or clothes at a thrift store that feel fun, making a board of colors and images that you like and that you could hang up in your work area. I just really love these ideas because I think that even though we are all very serious about our art, if we weren't serious, we wouldn't be doing it as a career. But sometimes we limit ourselves to making our art feel serious and we forget the joy of what it feels like to be excited about creating something in the first place. So of course, I want to make sure that I'm very clear that there's not one right way to do self-care and I'm sure you all have some brilliant ways to do this. Your self-care doesn't have to be future focused. Um, it's a wonderful way to, in, you know, it's a wonderful thing to include into your self-care practice. 
But I would recommend that you find as many ways as you can to focus on your future self. Um, when you need some care in the present, make sure that you take care of your thought work so that you're not just buffering and that you find ways to really nourish yourself, whatever that looks like for you. And if you need some help figuring out how best to nourish yourself with some self-care, gaining trust in your own ability to care for yourself, I would love to talk with you about this. We have had some great experience already with coaching, and I just love meeting you all and understanding what you're going through. So email me at takethestageopera at gmail.com for a free sample session, and let's get started. You are worth it. And your mind is worth the time and investment in yourself. Remember, you create your own emotional state of mind. You create your own worries and anxieties and your joys and thrills. If you are intentional about feeling your feelings, embracing them, changing them when needed, then you will not be afraid of bad feelings anymore. You won't have to buffer them away because you will learn how to accept all the feels. So with that, stop waiting in the wings, my friends. Go out there and take the stage because the world needs your art and your specific voice. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 